Shalom, and welcome to Via Hafta Yisrael, a Hebrew phrase which means you shall love Israel. We hope you'll stay with us for the next 30 minutes as our teacher, Dr. Baruch, shares his expository teaching from the Bible. Dr. Baruch is the senior lecturer at the Zera Avraham Institute based in Israel. Although all courses are taught in Hebrew at the Institute, Dr. Baruch is pleased to share this weekly address in English. To find out more about our work in Israel, please visit us on the web at loveisrael.org. That's one word, loveisrael.org. Now, here's Baruch with today's lesson. We want to be people that are reconciled, not only to God, but as we've talked about, to His will. And we see that one of the purposes of the tabernacle and therefore also the temple is for us to be reconciled through being individuals that respond to the conviction of God in our life. Today as believers, the conviction of the Holy Spirit that we might experience the fact as God sees us that we are oftentimes guilty before Him and that we might be moved to seek forgiveness and to do retribution, meaning to pay the price of our offenses. To others, obviously, we we do not pay the price of our redemption. God provides that. But having been redeemed, we are going to want to do tikkun, that is, repair. If we have harmed someone, we want to, to comfort them. If we have defrauded someone, we want to restore that and even add to it to show our conviction, our sincerity. And when we look at the passages that we have been studying from the book of Leviticus, we see that in the tabernacle and then the temple which followed, there was specific offerings that were given in order to demonstrate a contrite heart to demonstrate true repentance that it might not be only in words but also in action look with me to where we left off last week and remember there's a discrepancy because in the hebrew bible chapter 5 is continuing chapter 5 does not end with verse 19 but there's verses 20 through 26 in most other bibles that are not the hebrew bible we find that they are based upon the septuagint which ends with with verse 19 and then chapter 6 begins so for the sake of confusion i'm not going to give the verse numbers i'm just going to go through and say the next verse so follow along with me again If you're looking at a traditional Hebrew Bible or one that's based upon the Hebrew text, we will be in chapter 5 and verse 20. But if you're looking at a Bible that is traditional for believers, you will see that we're in chapter 6 beginning in verse 1. So we'll begin in the same verse and then we'll continue on throughout this, this sixth chapter. Let's begin. Look with me to that first verse, chapter 5, verse 20 in Hebrew, or chapter 6, verse 1 in in other languages, where it says, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, and again, that next verse, 
The first word is that Hebrew word nephesh, which means a soul. Now, there's two biblical words for soul. There's the word nephesh, which speaks about an individual or a person or that person's soul, or we have an additional word, nishema, which is also a word that speaks about the soul and or the spirit of an individual. But the simple understanding of nephesh in this context is the person, but the person from a, a spiritual perspective. It says here, a soul that should sin, and we have this same term, to act rebelliously, to act in a treacherous manner. Now, what it's speaking about, and we'll review from last week, is an individual whose heart has not been established, or at least he's not walking with that type of mindset. For whatever reason, he is spiritually incorrect, and therefore, because of his spiritual condition, he is not going to do what he should. He is going to act rebelliously. But as we can see, even though that he is rebellious, he might do something that is sinful, and he might do it unintentionally, meaning that it was not his purpose to do this wrong thing. Now, here in the section that we're looking at, what we're finding is someone who acts rebelliously, not like last week, bishkaga, by, by accident or without intent. Here, this one is acting in a treacherous way with intent. And therefore, there's a teaching here about doing retribution that is setting it right you've done it wrongly but you need to set it in order so look again at our verse where it says an individual remember it's the word nephesh soul that should sin and act rebelliously against the lord and denies denies his and this is word for in modern hebrew it's an associate or a colleague but we can understand it as simply a an acquaintance someone that he knows to a certain degree maybe someone very close to him it may be someone who had just met but he has act treacherously against the lord and how is that manifested itself against another that he denies denies this one's uh deposit now the word here is the word picadon and it refers to like a down payment or something that is given. For example, you may receive a loan from someone. And to show that, that you are sincere in repaying it, you give them something as a token of sincerity. Something that is meaningful to that person. Now, today, it might be uh, something of value, a piece of jewelry, a, a watch, something along those lines. Oftentimes in the biblical times, it was a, a garment, perhaps a, a coat. People didn't have several coats and garments. So to give one a, a garment of warmth, warmth showed that he was sincere. He will need that shortly, perhaps in a few months in the season, uh, winter season. And this one denies that he has received it so he denies to this one 
this this deposit that he's received it or that that this one uh basically has given it as security and this one is is setting his hand to it meaning that that he has made it his own instead of acknowledging that it belongs to another individual so another expression of that is that he has stolen it or he has oppressed his colleague now regardless of of how he's done it what is consistent in all of these examples different ways to deny this one the fact that he has given a security or a deposit something that shows his sincerity he needs that and now this one is saying i never received it or he just takes it he says i don't know what you're talking about something along those those lines or another thing that this person can do that is wrong is that he's found something that's lost and he denies uh uh this one saying i didn't find anything someone comes up to him and says did you find uh my lost sheep well that lost sheep he has added to his flock or he has slaughtered it and he has eaten it and he says no i never saw a lost sheep i don't have any recollection of what you're speaking about and in order to uh, uh give credence to what he's saying notice the next part and he will swear it has been sworn but this swear this oath that he's taking is false now in our context any one of these things which he has done this man has done he has sinned and he has sinned against these these possible ways he's done one of these things to defraud his his friend his colleague his acquaintance verse 20 or verse uh, 23 in hebrew i believe that's verse 4 in english where it says and it shall come about that he has sinned and that he will be guilty now what should he do well this is what we're talking about this tikkun this this retribution he knows he's guilty that he's lied that he's sworn falsely whatever it might be that he's oppressed this other one in taking what was truly his but just a down payment what should he redo what should he do keep reading in our verse and he shall restore or return that which is stolen which he has stolen or that he has oppressed when he has oppressed this this deposit that was deposited with him or this lost thing which he has found so again any one of these things he's going to moses is going to provide through the revelation of god what he should do what is the correct thing i've committed this act of rebellion against god first and foremost but i've done it in an act of oppression or thievery or i found something that i've denied and that i have have sworn falsely that i did not uh, take it or have any knowledge of it what should he do well notice what uh is said here next verse or from all which he will swear concerning falsely he shall pay it at first meaning this 
whatever its value it's the word rosh which is its head but here it's talking about whatever is the proper price he should pay it and not just that but he should also add to it a fifth meaning a 20 percent uh uh additional payment that he makes and it says this is to him this is what he should be doing and he will give it on the day of his guilt offering so he wants to get things right with god first and foremost this act of rebellion is against god he wants to to remove his guiltiness before god but he does these things he he gives the value the proper value what it's worth plus a 20 percent additional and it says here keep reading in the next verse and his guilt offering he will bring to the lord what is that so he gives the price back to that person with a 20 percent payment on the day that he makes his guilt offering which is a ram a ram that is without spot one that is proper for offering up from the flock and then it says according to your evaluation now what it's talking about here and we talked about this last week is that with this guilt offering and this payment he needs to make sure that it meets the the proper criteria and some would say that he's able to make an additional payment but this does not go to the individual it goes in this case to the the tabernacle to god and it says this is the guilt offering uh, that he makes to the priest the priest is given this and therefore this same priest will make atonement concerning him before the lord and this one now will be forgiven concerning one of these things we he has done and has become guilty by it so we see this man he falls finally under conviction he understands that he's guilty and therefore what does he do he returns that or he makes a payment of that for example if he's received something and he's eaten it he's sold it whatever he doesn't have it in his possession he must restore the full value is what is being said to his neighbor so if the sheep is worth let's just say 50 euros he gives 50 euros plus 10 additional for that that 20 percent additional payment then he takes a ram that ram has to be appropriate and he gives it with the evaluation meaning he has to consider what else he should do what else payment that he gives to the priest and this is his guilt offering and the priest receives it all he offers it up properly according to what we learned for a guilt offering previously and therefore this one will be forgiven atonement is made and he has settled this in the way that god has instructed now let's look at what is chapter 6 verse 1 in the hebrew it's it's chapter 6 and verse 8 in most other bibles let's begin 
And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, and this concerns the priests. How does the priest respond? What exactly does he do in regard to these things? Verse verse 2 or verse verse 9 in most other Bibles. Command Aharon, this is Aaron the high priest, and his son, so all other priests, saying. So a priest in functioning in this regard, in regard to these offerings, this is what he should do. It says, this is the law specifically of a burnt offering. So this is the first thing we're going to deal with. This is the law of the burnt offering that the priests, how they participate, what they do. It is a burnt offering upon, and we have this word in Hebrew, the word mukda. It's very rare. I believe it only appears here. And what is this speaking about? Well, this is speaking about the altar, and there's a place where where the the sacrifice is laid. We can call this like a reshet, a, a a net, but it's of of metal. And so, this is what the sacrifice is placed upon, and this will become more specific in a moment. So, this is the burnt offering upon the the I believe most Bibles will say hearth upon the altar and this is for all the night unto morning so the burnt offering has to be totally consumed and therefore replace that that offering upon that that uh, grid we might say or grill and we leave it there for it to burn all night until the morning for fire of the altar is burnt upon it so it tells us this fire must be burnt from the evening until the morning always verse 3. now we're going to deal with the attire the priest his garments are very significant and we'll see this in this passage the priest he will put on his linen garment now we have a word here and it simply means a piece of clothing some of the rabbinical commentators they will say it's related to the tunic but uh, the word here simply means garment i'm not disagreeing with that but it's not the normal word for tunic so the priest will put on his linen garment and also his linen pants now the pants gives us credence with this interpretation that it's the tunic and it says that he shall dress his flesh meaning he cannot be exposed any of his his flesh and what should he do well we're speaking about the fact that the burnt offering was burnt all throughout the night so in the morning what is it going to be we have the word deshen and this is the word in this context we've come across it before the word for ashes so this priest will lift up that is he'll take away the ashes which the fire has devoured of the burnt offering which is upon the altar so that burnt offering that was devoured by fire being burnt throughout the night in the morning the high priest puts on his attire what we've spoken about and he lifts up he removes these ashes and what does he do well it's told here 
that he sets them near or before the altar so in front of we have the word etzel at the place of the altar verse verse uh four which would be here verse i believe uh 11 or 12. what does he do he takes off his garments and he puts on other garments and this is a different word for garment that we encountered in in verse uh, verse 3 in the hebrew text which would be verse 11 in the english it says here he puts on other garments and he brings out the ashes outside the camp to a pure place now what is this speaking about it's speaking about separation we see a transfer going on and this transfer of the ashes represents a transfer from this one who was guilty back to a new condition of purity so this is kind of a visual illustration of what's going on spiritually for this person he is transformed is the implication these ashes they are moved to as it says here makom tahor to a pure place verse next verse and the fire upon the altar it burns it it burns it up and it does not it is not extinguished the fire cannot go out it will burn the priest will burn concerning it the wood that every morning that he puts upon it so each and every morning the priest in order that it burns thoroughly and continuously and doesn't go out he puts the wood upon it he arranges it upon the burnt offering he arranges the wood for the burnt offering and he burns it with what with the the fat of the peace offering so we've talked about here that part of what he's doing is this this offering he burns it with the peace offerings that have been also offered up a different purpose a different offering but because this fire is going on and there's peace offerings and different offerings being offered up for different purposes we find that that this fat is going to be burnt up with the peace offerings and then look at the next verse Ash tamid tukad, al hamizbeach lo tikbei, which means fire always is is being kindled, burning upon the altar. It's not extinguished. Now this shows simply that God is constantly at work. What's the purpose here? Well, the purpose is restoration. The purpose is reconciling one who is guilty reconciling this one to god and the fact that the fire for this purpose is always burning shows that god is always willing god is always available he's always present to reconcile people it doesn't matter what you may have done you can find forgiveness from your sins and we see that there was a very specific uh uh order that God gave in order for one to experience this reconciliation 
And today, nothing has changed. It's not how we want to be reconciled, what we think is right, how we would do it. None of that was ever relevant. It's only through the revelation of God, His instructions. And it's only through today that gospel message that only Savior, Messiah Yeshua, Jesus Christ, that one can find forgiveness and be reconciled to God. And here's the good news, to be reconciled to Him forever and ever in other words eternal reconciliation and this should give us confidence not in a brash way or a boastful way but in a way that produces gratitude god you have received me you have promised never to leave me nor forsake me that i'm eternally secure in you and if you've experienced that you don't want to exploit that grace that goes against your whole new nature you want to praise god and the fact that god has made such a promise that moves us to be faithful it causes us to have great appreciation and adoration to god wanting to demonstrate our love appreciation and thanksgiving unto him well look at the next verse where it says and this is the law of the mincha now we see a new issue that's being presented we talked about earlier on in our study of leviticus the mincha which is the grain offering we see that some sacrifices were were offered as a blood sacrifice there's a mincha which is not it is a grain offering and it says look again at our verse this is the law of the grain offering that that is brought brings it the sons of aaron one brings it offers it before the sons of aaron meaning the sons of aaron are the ones who received it and they offered up before the lord where at the at before the altar meaning they do that before the altar that is the place that they bring this grain offering and how do they do it well keep reading he will lift up from it with three fingers this is what's known as the kamats it's using these three fingers to scoop up a portion and it says a portion of this finely ground flour that's the the grain offering and this grain offering has oil upon it and also frankincense what's called in hebrew levona which is upon the grain offering and what does he do well he takes this three finger measurement he takes that and it says he burns that upon the altar and it is a reach a pleasing fragrance and a memorial unto the lord so it's remembering the lord and we see something as we remember the lord the lord remembers us so it's the purpose of saying god i am your servant and god recognizing us as his people very important this grain offering and it says what's left over what remains from it aaron 
and his sons. It's simply a term, Aharon Ubanav, means the priests. The priests shall eat of it. And notice that unleavened. All of this must be unleavened, that, that you eat it in a holy place. So you don't take it home, you eat it there. It's something that's done with God. The implication is with his presence. Now, some have said the purpose for this is to realize this eating, oftentimes in the Bible, eating is not, I'm hungry and I need to eat. That's not how usually eating is spoken of in the Bible. Eating is more in regard to fellowship. So as we serve God, we are going to experience fellowship with God. That's the principle that we see in the service. And this is true for us today. As we serve God wherever we are, this is going to draw us obedience to the will of God, doing the purposes of God, is going to bring us into God's presence. So we see here that they eat it unleavened, unleavened meaning without any traces of that which is prideful, that which is sinful. You eat it in the holy place, in the courtyard of the tent of meeting. They shall eat it. Next verse. Do not bake it with leaven. Over and over it speaks about how leaven was never part of the tabernacle or the temple very important that we see that we also understand that paul in first corinthians he spoke about leaven leaven having to do with that which swells it's kind of a picture of pride and selfishness one that leads to sin and it says never can it be baked with leaven and notice it says their portion i give it from the fire offerings and it says kodesh kodeshim it's among the holy of holies now it's not speaking here about the place the location but speaking about how god is giving giving that which is extremely significant he says their portion i give it from the fire offerings kodesh kodeshim it is a holy a most holy thing it is the the uh, uh sin sin offering and the guilt offering so he says here these things are very important the sin and the guilt offering why what's kodesh kodeshim the most important most holy but what god is saying these things of atoning for sin and bringing about uh, this guilt offering a reconciliation back to god these things are of the utmost importance and then read our last verse every male from the sons of aaron they shall eat it so only the males from the sons of aaron may participate in this this uh uh tradition of eating not the women because women were not priests and it says this is the eternal statue throughout your generations from the fire offerings of the lord and it says all who will touch them all who in other words participate with these things they are holy meaning 
they have sanctified themselves they have come in in the right condition in order to participate with these things now let me just conclude by summarizing a few things that this passage is speaking of it deals with the servants the term kohen is simply another word for mesheret which is a a servant one who serves god mesheret and it's saying here this one does so in the state of holiness he has prepared himself he recognizes all these rules because these rules which he is obeying following and and causing those who participate in the tabernacle service and the temple service thereafter these individuals had to follow this proper order and it's only when everyone is following this order that that god's presence and god's provision is going to be experienced if this one is not uh, ensuring the rules properly being maintained or himself is not uh, not correct he didn't put on the right garments at the right time and do the right thing then that he is pasul that is he's disqualified from partaking everything must be done according to the instructions of god and i emphasize this for one main reason nothing has changed if we're going to serve god if we're going to benefit from the goodness that god has provided this tabernacle service these these offerings were all for god no they were for the people of god that we might experience god that we might be reconciled and restored and renewed in our relationship with him god gives us these things because he desires not because he needs it but because he's a blessed god a good god he provides this instruction so that we can submit we can obey and that we can experience him all these things that we have studied were in the middle of chapter 6 all these things that we have studied thus far in the book of leviticus has a common purpose and that is reconciliation with god that we might experience his presence because it's only through his presence are we going to be transformed that is the reason as believers in the gospel that the holy spirit comes into us dwells within us so that we can experience god's presence because it's only through god that we can be the recipients of god's provision and it's only what god provides that changes us and makes us into the people that that redemption wants to bring about in our life so all of these what many would call rituals and such there's so much wisdom and instruction in these things that we read about in the book of leviticus well i'll close with that until next week and we conclude chapter six until then shalom from well we hope you will benefit from today's message and share it with others please plan to join us each week at this time and on this channel for our broadcast of loveisrael.org again to find out more about us please visit our website loveisrael.org There you will find articles and numerous other lectures by Baruch. These teachings are in video form. You may download them or watch them in streaming video. Until next week, may the Lord bless you in our Messiah Yeshua. 
that is, Jesus, as you walk with Him. Shalom from Israel.